Give me two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive. <laughs> I swear that will make more sense when you listen to the full episode. But listen to the full episode, yeah, please. Yeah, so this was a fun one, folks. Um, just me, my little bro slash owner of the network, uh, JPG, on the show. Uh, it's just us in, in studio because, you know, our, we're so busy that we can't hang out off air. <laughs> yeah, we literally had to plan this months in advance. This is really it. Um <laughs> No, but uh, he and I just, man, we we just talk all things brotherly um, in in the familial sense and like the locker room sense, just all, anytime just all you forms see, of the word bro. Yeah. Anytime you see, you hear the word bro, like think of every, think of every definition that you have that, that was this entire show. Yeah. It, it's yeah. family time here. Um, yeah. But no, we talk some fun stuff. We even talk like more in depth about the network itself and like what, you know, what went into creating some of the shows especially this one um and like i said like you know that two claps thing will make more sense when you listen to the episode (laughs) it's a a strong opening um yeah i'm just jazzed after doing that (laughs) fucking jacked up on mountain dew um uh but yeah like this was a fun episode it's just jason and i and it's it's been too long since we've had like an episode like this yes so you know down the road we'll probably do a few more um, hopefully it becomes more regular. But anyway, JPG, since you were nice enough to grace me with your presence for once, <laughs> I, I see you all the time on I this know. network. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, where can they find you? So uh, I am JPG. I am the owner of the Geek Say What Network. And you can usually find me on our intro to Geek Culture podcast, which is called Ready, Set, Geek. I do that show with Alex, Cole, and Anthony. And you can find us on Instagram at Ready, Set, Geek podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Say What Network is on all social media and you can find us with the handle at Geek Say What. <clears throat> uh, shout out to uh, Wayland Productions for sharing the space with us and helping us sound great. Um, you can find them at Wayland.ws and keep an eye out for uh, We're Alive Frontier hear from them it, got, it just got picked up by geek and sundry's new paid network alpha so big congrats to them and uh check out their stuff it's really awesome uh shout out to jordan Denae, our geek apparel sponsor she's based out of brooklyn new york and eco-friendly she helps you look nerdy that's the most important thing um you can find her at jordan Denae. so that's jordan d-e-n-e Dot com and on uh, Instagram at Jordan Denae NYC. Now, if you go to her website and do some shopping there, don't forget to use the promo code uh, Geek Say What. I almost said at Geek Say What. I always yeah, do that I always also. Do that. Yeah. Um, promo code Geek Say What and you get 20% off. So that's a great deal. So buy a goddamn shirt, you heathens. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm be like no. There's like subliminal messaging, subliminal messaging, and like I'm just going like, what's the opposite? Like just liminal? Is, is like, that yeah? Like is that the punching word? people in the face? Yeah, messaging? buy a shirt. That's <laughs> that's what that's what I'm going with. Yeah, um, but yeah, go ahead check out that deal. Um, and shout out to Marley Rosner who does all the original music for the network. We have this awesome thing song theme song thanks to him. Uh, Jason, can they find people? Can they find him on his website? Nope. No, still weeks with you, weeks with you. What's the matter? I'm doing the Italian what? like finger thing. Why I don't know why doing... I started doing this. Why every why? time? Dude, I don't know. Why do you keep I doing that. That's the like the one racist thing everyone's like okay with. Oh, we do talk about racism in the show. Well, as no, well. that's the thing. It's a me Mario. Everyone's okay with that. 
It, it is kind of weird. It, yeah. Okay. Kind of weird. Anyway, there's more of that in the episode. Um, but yeah, uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Woo! Cue my music. Can. Bro, you're talking. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss dealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time keeping these alligators down. Woo! <laughs> Is that an actual thing that Ric Flair has said? Now can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? Woo! <laughs> I'm very confused that we don't say Ric Flair after those two claps. <laughs> Like, huh? the, like for branding purposes, no, okay, right? So you, okay, dude, I just watched that freaking Ric Flair documentary. Holy okay. shit. Um, oh, by the way. Chew. Oh, cheers, cheers little brother. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> and I, I keep going back from the mic, too, because I really want to drink this beer right now. <laughs> we both could use it after this week. <laughs> mm. No, but that's an actual thing that Ric Flair said. It was like a, a promo to, um, God, who was he fighting? I think I want to say it was Buddy Landell. And you memorized this? Huh? Sort of. I had like notes on. So. Oh my god, that's incredible. You had that ready. I feel like that's just like in your notes portion of your iPhone. Just dude. like whenever you need to put it out there. Dude, you watch him do it. Oh, you get so fired up. I'm like, oh, that's man. you know what? I'm listening to that before the gym every goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's this player on the Colts. I think it was a year or two. I don't know. I don't know if it was this year, but like they do it after in the locker room. And it just revs everybody up. And his thing at the end of it is, it goes, can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? And the Ric Flair's the woo, because that's his. God, that, that does get me kind of jacked. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. No, imagine you start every every podcast. Can I get two claps and a Ric Flair? Woo! <laughs> that does, yeah, you know it. I'm in the See? I'm in the mood See, now. You feel good. <laughs> no, what's really been killing me this these past couple weeks, and and, and uh, it's a little bit of self promotion right now for you. Uh, but your panel is freaking killing me right now. I'm. It's one of those things. It's like I know it's coming, but I'm like sort of in denial because it's like there's a lot of work coming. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and and, and for our audience, uh, so we're allowed to announce it, but we're not allowed to uh, announce like dates and times and all that stuff yet. But uh, Geek Offensive will be having a panel at 2018's WonderCon. That deserves a Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> See? That, that, that See? Feel, feel good. It feels feel good, good, right? It feels good, yeah. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. I, I don't want to spoil anything yet because I think the uh, the panel that we're doing is, is going to be a lot of fun and also very challenging. So, like, I mean, you, I, yeah, adapting this show to such a family friendly format is a big challenge. Oh, and and you know, and it's kind of funny too because they gave us. Uh, oh, I actually can't. Uh, I actually can't uh, see. Name I mean, the time frame. Yeah, yeah we're, just, we're so like we're, our hands are so tied right now. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, like I'm the least family friendly person on the network, unless you guys do shit when no one's looking. Um, I I can see that Anthony would have a dark side. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, 
Well, anyway, <laughs> like he has like a weird, yeah. like a weird like fetish Overwatch folder. I just imagine like, him <laughs> in some kind of like almost like a, a coven type of thing, and then they're all like, like he's in furry costumes, like a sexy furry wicked. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. You know, where are we going with this? I don't know. Okay. Uh, as long as we know Anthony has it in. Yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, like I said, I'm the least family friendly person on this network, at least hosting wise. Um, so like there's a ton of challenges like how do we present what this show is and fold it into our topic and make it in a way that's presentable to a general audience i I always felt like that the show um you know especially like with like a little bit of the rebranding and everything uh, it you know this this show is very unique and you need all the pieces for it to work so now that we're kind of like now that we're kind of restrained in those pieces like we we definitely can't curse on that panel because there are there is a possibility that you know that that children are going to be there so i mean oh god i just call out the parents i'm like all right folks who brought their kids here and i just go into the crowd and i'm like why (laughs) (laughs) as many f words as it's like child services is here and if you don't give me a good enough reason they're taking your kid yeah right (laughs) and i'm just gonna say all this stuff and if you don't run out of here (laughs) Oh great! Now we're kicking people out of the panel. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, hey! They they have to deserve my audience. Okay, they have okay to be worth this. <laughs> yeah, but you got to work hard. Yeah, yeah. Fucking I mean, my my time is valuable. Okay, <laughs> I have granted audience to Comic Con. <laughs> oh yeah, no, because of course that's how yeah, we want to think exactly. About it, right? That's that's how it works in my deluded oh, head. Man. <laughs> I'm I'm really bummed out that we weren't uh, that we weren't able to have David here tonight. Uh yeah, but I mean with weather and he's sick and yeah. like, I get it. Not which, a problem. Which yeah, and, and and to to reiterate, uh so David Zuckman was supposed to be on the show tonight, um, but he's done uh so many conventions for his game, uh for, for Overlords of Infamy, and he's he's doing new work on some other board games as well, uh, that uh he caught Concrud. Uh I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and yeah. Okay, so it's it's like the equivalent uh, for folks listening. It's the equivalent of like if you're traveling a lot and you're going from airport to airport, you get the same kind of sickness. You get something. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And if you're like in one space for like recycled air for like a really long time, and it's a lot of nerds, and let's be real, half of them probably don't take care of themselves. Yeah. And you're just like, Ugh. oh. Oh God! What? I have what? something to talk to you about. Okay, so I was that that kind of connected, and I'll I'll take you through my thought process here okay. as well. Okay, so like nerds, right? Then I might be a little bit gross. Yeah. And I thought about like, oh, like how many nerds wash their hands? And I had a bathroom incident uh, today that I wanted to talk to you about. Oh shit. Okay. So usually when it's a bathroom incident about washing hands, it's usually a lack of washing. hands. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't washing hands this time. Thankfully, the guy did wash his hands. Okay. Uh, so so here. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, I have weird bathroom experiences uh, at, at my, at like my secret identity at like my day job, you know? Yeah. I mean, I you just, know, you frequent your current, you know, your stable of glory holes. Yeah. yeah no, 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 no. It's oh, just, not that. Like, oh, if I'm you sorry. work at a place for so long and you like tend to like pee and poop in a, like a regular, like human yeah. way, you know, you tend to visit the bathroom and I don't know if this is like weird or not, but I visit the bathroom like maybe three times in the day. And you get into a cycle and you're like, you visit kind of at the same time. Yeah. 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 yeah so I visited at the same time, uh, at, you know, right before I go on my drive from the uh, from LA to the OC, I always use the bathroom right before I get onto the elevator, just so I like I'm not like dying in traffic, right? Mm-hmm. I walk in in order to use the urinal, and there's only one like a uh, uh, 
there's only like one toilet there right like sit down toilet here's the thing dude was in there straight up pooping door open he thought he was at home <laughs> but and, and you know and i know there's nothing wrong with that stall because a few hours before that i took a poop and it's sure you didn't wreck it you no, didn't... oh no no i okay. i mean like i wrecked the toilet but yeah. not the lock yeah yeah you know or, that was or, just assumed yeah like, but here's the thing what in god's name would make you think that that's an okay to, thing to do in like the was, public bathroom was he like spread open and no like, no, no no like like you know I was uh, leaning back be like what's up so <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. sorry that like, visual is hilarious uh, yeah, to me <laughs> I, I couldn't i couldn't see him and then as i was at the urinal i could hear him and so of tell course, me he was singing and a, <laughs> no no he just he just like made a noise and uh, of course like you know the how the uh, how the urinal set up in that bathroom i can like easily just lean back and see if a dude is in there or not and there was a there's a freaking dude in there <laughs> how how do you just think like oh it's 6 p.m i'm just gonna take a poop like just with the door open maybe he thought no one was around i don't know dude like this is like a full like 14 floor building i don't understand <laughs> he didn't give a shit like rick flair oh yeah <laughs> right. I, I appreciate that you brought that around apparently just, he has, apparently he has a lot of stories where he's just exposed i like, just needed to tell somebody else that story <laughs> because uh, because it was just one of those things where like like that's that's a point in my life that i, that I can say that i was flummoxed you know, like I can use that word and everybody's like, yeah, no, that makes sense. I was hoping like the guy would have just fucking owned it. He's just sitting like this. It's like, sup? And just, just fucking yeah, just, rip. just ripping. Well, I don't give a shit. No, no. It was like a, it was like a shame and embarrassment moment for like the both of us. Maybe. Does he not, could he not operate a door? Like what the, I don't what know, was the deal? It was, it was bananas. He's exhibitionist kind of into it. I, oh God. And like, and I added to that now. Now like he, he's just going to keep he knows that somebody, his, somebody could watch and, and he's just, just going to keep He that. gets caught and he's like, oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, I like that you made that like stupid anime yeah. lolly face. Yeah. right then too. Cause that's, that's probably what he's into. Got some weird shit in your building. I have the weirdest LA elevator experiences and the weirdest LA bathroom experiences. <laughs> I okay, uh, at Your my, life sounds adventurous. Yeah, my <laughs> at my old building in uh, in LA and I think I've talked about this on a podcast before, but I caught a dude just eating like a row of chips ahoy. Listen, I don't need you to be judgmental about shit like <laughs> no, that, Jason. I don't care. I'm if just you, saying, hey, no. some people make life decisions. <laughs> no, I don't care if you do that at home. Right? Wait, where is he doing this? In in like our place of business in the bathroom. Oh, he's in the. I thought he was in the elevator. No, the no, 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 no. In the bathroom. In, in the, the elevator, bathroom. I kind of get it. It's like, ah, oh, shit, I got it. Yeah, in I kind of get it. Like, oh fuck, I'm gonna be late for. Yeah, yeah. In the elevator, I definitely understand. Was he like on the stall, or is he like? He was on the stall next to me. And we're both, you and know, we're just, both pooping. He's just eating. And I could hear, I could hear like crinkling, right? And I was like, oh, like that. I mean, like I've, I'm not gonna say that I've never eaten on the toilet before because I definitely have. Maybe he just wants privacy. Like that's what it is. I Maybe get that's where that. he eats his lunch. No, but like you could see, like his pants were down. You he's know, just, so he's, he, dude, he's just being efficient, Jason. Ah, Once he's done, okay. it's like bam, he's but right. That's the thing. Like I saw him put it's the disgusting. rack <laughs> of chewy chips ahoy. <laughs> On the ground, and that's how I knew it was Chips Ahoy. Dude. I wasn't. I didn't say. I didn't say like, oh, like he was eating cookies or something. Like, no, I knew the brand because he put it on the ground. 
Ah, oh, dude, God. he's just getting like home comfortable. That's what I. That's what this sounds like to me. You it's know, either that or he, he has like some weird fetish and he wants to get caught. Cookies, pooping on the toilet, and then wanting to get caught. Or oh yeah, maybe it's all all of the above. Huh? Maybe. Okay. I mean, like people are into weird stuff. Yeah. You know. Oh man. We've talked you, about this before. We, we've been to different conventions, Jason. Like, yeah. we see all the weird shit people are into. Although, you know, I've always wanted to go to some of the the more, like, uh, I wouldn't even call that offbeat, but I w- I've always wanted to go to, oh, like, I thought you were going to say AVN. Okay, no, no. I've, I've actually always wanted to, to, to go to that, and I've yeah, actually told yeah. Alex that as well. And it's not, it's not for, like, the overt sexuality. It's more the experience. Yeah, you just want to see what it's like. You're like, oh... That's how this half lives. Yeah, and I, and I follow, like, I do follow some, like, adult film stars on, uh, on like, Instagram or something like that uh, as well. Dude, you ever follow, like, this happens to me all the time. Like, I'll just be on Twitter in public, and I forget that I follow some, like, porn stars. And then, and it's then it just, comes up. just dick and ass, and you're like, well, I'm in public <laughs> looking at this. Wait, Great. but, like, that's not on Instagram, though. That's Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Ah. Twitter, okay. for some reason, like, that's the one... It, it's just the wild west you can put whatever you want there yeah i i never it's really weird. understood like twitter's uh like uh, like content standards but i do appreciate that they're a little bit more like sex positive yeah no yeah. i'm i'm not complaining i'm just saying like oh shit if i'm like standing in line at the bank or at the supermarket or something and i'm like, on twitter please, like, yeah, like don't, don't look over don't, my shoulder don't, don't you're like oh, on this. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like okay so i think that'd be a really interesting uh uh convention to go to uh, i think a firearm convention would be another one even though i i super dis uh, although i'm like i am i am a firearm owner like i don't I, I don't condone the whole no background checks by a firearm at a convention yeah and uh that's another subject where it's like listen it doesn't have to be all the way one way or the other i'm just saying like yeah they're they're you can get both and like meet in the, like you can totally meet in yeah. the middle yeah and for some reason in the media you don't see that you're just kind of like, yeah, or if you, I mean, if you look at what Japan does, you have to, there's a waiting period, there's classes you have to take, a test. There are only um, certain firearms, like yeah. uh, like pistols are incredibly yeah. hard to get, but shotguns yeah. are, are a little bit easier, but I mean, relatively. Yeah, easy. and then on top of that, like after the test, it's like you have to have a proper safe, the police have to inspect the safe, it's, it's a huge process, which to be honest, if we had that here, that would make gun sales such a, an event that yeah. they probably sell more guns. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like the weight would just make it like, oh, I got my gun finally. It's like, and you like know, you have like parties like, baby yeah, showers. and there's like an event. It's like, oh, you got your safe almost there. And then there's that like, you know, that uh, that neighborhood cop that everybody knows. And he's the yeah. one that checks everything off. So it's we like, should we should treat firearm sales like baby showers. Yes. OK, I'm OK with this. Yeah, I'm actually because you may no there's, you there's a the, safety to it. it. It makes both sides happy. Right? Yeah. So it's like there's like, enough checks, and, and then like the NRI, it's like, oh well, we still have guns, and we're selling even more of them. And then that would like, I think that would increase like the the party planning industry too. You know, like you just have like it's a big event now, and there we know. go. I like that. I like. We that just idea. solved it, Jason. Okay, so so we ABN. just fucking solved it. I know. <laughs> this is our bid for presidency right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why not? Can I just be vice president? Because I just want to spell stuff wrong, and I want to abuse power, so I'll take president. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so um, so AVN, uh, some sort of like gun show or convention or something like yeah, that. Yeah, what else is there? Uh, I've always what else? I can't, we just I, visit I'm, like one super boring one. It's just like 
printers like a, like a or like a tr- like it's a just toy printers. train convention it, I'd, I'd be down for that see but like it's like just the weirdest yeah. party you know I, I was thinking like it's just printers no computers just printers <laughs> just and like printers. and then like paper companies like one like fax machine corner or something i'm okay with this <laughs> yeah because like you still kind of need them yeah even after so yeah it's crazy <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, printer convention. I'm okay with this. Okay, so here's the other thing, too. I want to go to a furry convention because what I've been told by by people that I respect who are furries as well, uh, who happen to be furries, excuse me, they said that like 98% of it is like completely non-sexual. I bet it's just like a weird thing they're into. Yeah, they just get like a bad rap. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the, oh God, I just, I just have that. <laughs> you just imagine something? No, or? I, I, I was going to compare furries to ISIS, but I feel like that's Where were you going to go with well, that? Well, no, because, because like Not ISIS. Not a religion. Well, like in the sense that like ISIS, like in, in like a lot of like conservative medias, like represents the, the Muslim population, which is like absolute crap, right? Because, because Muslims for the for the vast majority of it are incredible people who who believe in a beautiful faith but then it's those few that ruin it for them right That's i was expe- usually the yeah. case with every religion yeah so like every yeah, yeah i'm just gonna make it right, to right. every yeah but it's like those weird sexual furries and i'm not gonna say weird because that's like judging people's thing and i don't want to say that so like it's like i'm gonna say some of the shit's weird but like go ahead some of the non-traditional furries there you go ruin it for (laughs) ruin it for everyone else though if somebody just wants to like dress up in a fursuit and make people happy how so how is that different from like disneyland that's what i'm about to ask you is a disneyland like character actor like a furry then is that uh, I would say that they're furries that, for pay. Is that? Yeah. So I would say, yeah, I, I would say like a paycheck makes a gigantic difference because like furry, I feel like there's a, a specific passion for it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. I was going to, for some reason I thought like for pay, I thought like porn stars who are like gay or straight for pay. I'm like, which is also yeah. another really interesting economy. Yeah. Because uh, there are a lot of, there are a lot of straight, uh, actors that do those gay and uh, like the LGBT scenes, but they get paid a kajillion yeah. more dollars Pays and they the have bills. steadier pay. Yeah, because like, uh, what is it for uh, for male porn stars? It's it's much harder to get like s- uh, certain jobs, and that's why you only see like harder s- to get hard. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> damn it, Justin! <laughs> no, man, hey, this is like their bullshit episode. Like, I d- I barely get. Like brother bonding time. Yeah, with you. that's a good point. And like we have to do it this way. Yeah, on we here. have to we have to do it this way professionally. <laughs> we have to schedule time out to catch up with Dude, family. <laughs> I know. Trust me. Oh god. Yeah. I, wait, where were we? We were on a we were on a tear for a little bit on that one. Oh, uh, gay, g- gay for pay. pay yeah, gay yeah. for pay. Yeah. So it's a really interesting economy because it 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 guarantees work for a lot of male actors mm-hmm. and they get paid more money. Now, I mean, if they enjoy it or don't enjoy it, like I, I do feel I think bad. For, for men, it's like straight pays way less than gay. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, I think the statistic is, um, uh, it's gay pays three times more than a regular, uh, than a regular, uh, straight position. What about like a male, male, female, like three way scene? Do you think that pays? Because it's kind of gay for the dude. Yeah, I would be well. It depend depending on 
if there's eye contact (laughs) no i think they're gradients you know i think there's like a like oh well like if both of our peens go in the same hole i feel like they they should get more money yeah or something right like and that's got to be an uncomfortable position for like everybody everyone for everyone involved not just the actors and actresses but like the person who has to film it and the person who has to like keep the time for it and like the makeup artist and all that i feel oh god but also you know once again that's not something that i'm into and i'm being judgmental (laughs) so (laughs) well okay what's what is it okay to be judgmental about? You know, oh my god, I was just thinking about this today yeah. too. There's just that's the thing. Things. Like, I th- I feel like across the network, we're all kind of safe. It's like, oh, I don't want to offend people. Like, I'm, I guess as I get older, I'm less and less inclined with that. Um, maybe because w- I'm just getting old and grumpy. But I was just thinking about this today. You know, like where where is my line? Because I try to be as understanding as possible for for specific. Not uh, well, r- okay. Like how about how about this lifestyles? one? This is one that I kind of go back and forth on. Those gender pronouns. Oh, I, I'll always do gender pronouns, dude. See, I don't need all those. I'm just like I'll use the neutral one. Like, there's three to me, you know. And I understand there's a bunch of them, but like I can't do. I'm there's oh. no way I'm gonna remember all like twenty of them. I haven't personally like run Z into and she and all that. Oh, actually, uh, so, oh god, you're I gonna, can't. You're gonna kill up. me. You're gonna kill Why? me right now. Um, they actually use those pronouns in the Star Wars books. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like uh, so. Oh, I, I was listening to it. There, it I can really understand because it's you know a huge galaxy. There's way more species. Yeah, and that and makes sense. Okay. I just thought it was cool to like incorporate in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, Star Wars is, is progressive in the sense where they actually use yeah. uh, more pronouns than like the 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 he she it like or any other ones mm-hmm. i i'm pretty sure they use um jim and jer mm-hmm. which which was like another like yeah. big like gender neutral one which i was like oh cool uh but uh, yeah i'm no i'm all about gender pronouns see you know what i'm not about and here, but here's the thing let me clear this up though doesn't mean i'm against you yeah, being that. it's just hard for you to i'm just yeah. like yo maybe i caught this too late but like it's you hard know. for you to transition. Yeah, I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to be like, I'm going to use the neutral one that I already know for yeah. like what I, whatever you are, probably. Yeah. Or I, I don't think it's it's completely out of bounds, you know, like when we're at conventions and, and when we're at events, if, if you have a, if there's some sort of confusion, I don't think it's completely out of bounds to just ask. Yeah. And like, you know, what, what pronouns you prefer is, is like a, is, should be a normal question. What I hate though is like, what did you assume I'm like, you know what I mean? There's like too far left that I can't. But I haven't run into that yet in my own personal life. So I'm just going to think that that's a myth. You just see it more online is what the problem is. Yeah. But then anybody can say whatever they want online. Okay. This is where I draw a line though. Um, uh, I'm uncomfortable about people marrying, um, like Blacks. people go no. No, no. <laughs> oh, oh my god wow no. jason oh my god dude david boyd's gonna kick your ass know, right <laughs> uh no i'm uncomfortable with people marrying like pets or inanimate objects yeah that's a completely different thing that's um, a pretty far boundary though <laughs> uh, well i was just thinking about this today because uh, you know like should i be cool about it no uh animals especially because like you're gonna spread disease at some point <laughs> that's a good point yeah, I don't know. I just like it's just one of those things where I'm like, I try to be as progressive as possible. That's one thing I'm not progressive about. 
completely understandable. That's okay. I'm trying to think of. I'm I'm now trying to think of something. Oh it's, oh oh! It's, it's one thing. It's one thing if you fuck your toaster. I don't give a shit. You try to marry that toaster. I'm like, mm, hold on. There's some shit going on here. Okay, so so here's here's one I'm uncomfortable about right now. Other kids. Blacks. No what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, somebody's in a beat your ass at one of these conventions i'm gonna be there for no i'm be like yeah jason doesn't like blacks it's the weirdest thing i don't know take it up with him other kin other kin what's other kin oh oh is it the fairy thing oh my gosh you don't know what other kid is 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 that what it is though kind of yes kind of no okay so i think i saw like one youtube video i'm like nope so other kin is the idea that you you don't identify as a human or you don't identify as as a as a conceptual person it's the idea that you're like oh well i identify more with being an elf or i identify with being more an an old person yes i look 30 31 um, which I don't think I do, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yes, I look 31. Hey, cheers to that. Neither uh, of us look our age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yes, I look 31, uh, but I'm really 107. See, that that would be age kin. And then there's, um, man, I got to look this up because there's like object kin. No, don't. You don't need that info in your head. We well, don't. no, no, because like um, some of the more um, some of the more common ones are like, oh, I believe that I'm a cat or I believe that I'm a dog. That's like animal kin. Oh, you know what? There's this one dude that's old guy that identifies as like a five-year-old girl yeah age kin yeah that's uh oh that's what i thought the kin thing was all regarding to like fairies and shit no 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 it it, it could be it could be really anything like uh there's a there's fiction kin as well where you don't identify as the person you are like oh i don't identify as jpg i identify as sherlock holmes oh boy or yeah or uh, so that's where i'm like that that's bordering on like a disorder it's it's interesting and i'm trying to be a little bit more open-minded about it but i have to be honest i'm i'm initially not open-minded about it it's it's just tough for me to to wrap my head around pretty normal to be that way i'm like all those things kind of like fall into a detachment from reality for me and I would and that's, say, da- that's so dangerous. That's- yeah, I would say that there is um, that that's okay to do to a point. Yeah, but also we live regular lives, and that could affect other people's lives. Oh, great! You're 106. Well, you still have to live among us, pay your taxes, and you know, yeah. not be a dick about it. <laughs> you know, if you know, it's one thing. Like, I guess if it was just in your head and you didn't fucking do anything about it, I probably wouldn't give a shit. But if it's I guess the point where I, I guess when it starts affecting other people and I, I'm like right now, like, I guess it's, I don't know if it's really affecting other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say as long as it doesn't affect other people, like but, if I, but uh, I, I probably won't associate with you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I'm trying to be more open-minded about it. Uh, yeah. But other kin, that's a very interesting read. I yeah. would highly recommend reading about other kin. Yeah, I mean, stuff like detaching from reality, again, in general, is just dangerous. And I, I love being an escapist, too, when I play a video game or read a book or something. But, mm-hmm. like, you can't just stray so far from that. There's a... it's That's so dangerous. There's a limit. Yeah. Like, there's a limit to... Uh, there's a limit that we that we impose ourselves. There's a time limit that we impose ourselves for that as well. Like, yeah. I would love to just sit around and play video games all day, but... I have to pay bills and I have to... Yeah, you got a wife to take care of. Yes. God, don't remind me, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's why we're hanging out here. Yeah. We could have easily done this at your house. Yeah, we're just hiding at the studio. Yeah, let's just hide and then, like, not... (laughs) 
pod from reality right now. <laughs> yeah, we're this totally doing that God. right now. Are we? Are we podcast studio kin? Right? Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's my oh, new. I, that's what we're, I identify as. I'm, I, I identify as a as a podcast. Like I'm not. I'm not. You know, when you see me out there, yeah, I'm just in that real reality. Yeah. But I identify as Justin in the sound booth. So yeah, like as that's that's at, my identity. At the end of the day, um, please believe whatever you want to believe, and I'll be as supportive as I possibly can about it. Just don't hurt I'm nobody. I'm just going to say. I might have a little bit of trouble with it. And yes, we make jokes on here and all that mm-hmm. stuff, but I I have to be honest, I struggle a little bit with that thought. I was just reading about, uh, uh, not just reading, I was a few months ago, I was reading about other kin, and there was a dude who um, who identified as a cloud. A cl- what? Yeah. Like and, then, and then what is he, what does he do from there? You know, is this his excuse to piss on people? You're, no. Because he just that, wants to yeah. rain? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it was a cloud. Then I'm a cloud at the strip club because I make it fucking rain. <laughs> Woo! Really? Woo! <laughs> so dumb. Ric Flair. Everyone watch that documentary. It's fucking awesome. So dumb, <laughs> dude. That have, have you seen it? That thirty. It's a I thirty. Haven't. It's a thirty for thirty for ESPN. What? Yeah. No. And it's fucking dope. Oh my god. And it's it's one of those things where. God, you wish you could have been him, but at the same time, like you feel bad for him at the Isn't end. Isn't his daughter also in yeah, the wrestling his daughter's industry? his daughter, who is a dime piece, uh, Charlotte in uh, WWE, she's killing it right now. And uh and he's like that's that's where they end the documentary. Like that's cause he's happy right now with that. Oh. So like that that's pretty fucking cool, but man, the shit that guy went through. Like uh. his rise was amazing, but like his personal life is just like he was like a shitty father, shitty husband, but like what you saw on screen was not too far from what he was actually like. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if you remember old school Ric Flair. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, man. But yeah, man, that guy's life, he would, you know, he'd drink like 10 beers, five vodkas every day. Oh. Hey, and that's the thing. He still has his liver. His liver's functional. Wow. Really? Yeah. He had, no, he should definitely submit his body to science. He should be dead. Yeah. Um, Recently, he's almost 70. Recently, he had, like, uh, some health issues, but he's he's recovered, thankfully, and he's fine. But for him to make it to 70 and live the lifestyle he did, you know? I would say, bank. like, Gene Simmons, Ozzy Osbourne, like, those guys no, as but, well. But, he's, but this breed. guy's... Think about it. He's wrestling, too. Yeah, that's a good He's point. putting his body through so much more punishment. And what's the, the thing? It's, like, 300... You work 300 days a year or something like yeah. that as a wrestler? Yeah. And he's on the road all the time. And he's just fucking partying up every after well, every match. You know, I'm I'm glad he had fun. I just don't think I would have been able to survive all of that. So I, it just, it's a testament to I know, but I mean, he, he's paid like a big price for it, and then hmm. in in other ways. Um, but yeah, God. So wait, what other conventions would you want to see then? Because I named the furry one. I named AVN. Well, now that I we're named... talking about a fucking wrestling convention. Yeah. that'd be fucking Wait, fun, right? Why have we not been to one of those? I mean, I'm, I'm, Is I'm, there one? I think there are. I mean, to be completely honest, I'm not personally into it, but I used to be when I was younger. So I understand the appeal of it. And to be honest, I can't be judgmental about... I can't be judgmental about professional wrestling if I love comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a live action it's comic book just every week. The same thing. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Yeah, you know? it's just a live performance. And that's the thing. I'm starting to get back into it, but not like the way it was back in the nineties. But you're was... getting more into like the indie stuff, right? Like what what is it called? 
Oh my gosh, the but, Japanese one. Yeah, New shows? Japan Pro. There you go. Yeah, there's a bunch of them there, and then um, just again stuff like this. When I see these documentaries and learning about like what was really going on, like that stuff's fascinating to me. What do you think is like the biggest? Why do you think New Japan Pro like appeals to you? And does like it appeal to you more than like the WWE or something like that? It's kind of a weird thing. Um, I, I guess it's the spectacle of it all. Like what? What do you mean by spectacle? So, though? I mean, I normally watch like combat sports. Very grounded there. Like, yeah, you're grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to see something batshit crazy, and that comes so infrequently in like MMA and boxing and kickboxing. But when like you know, fucking there's a there's a pro, pro wrestler called Kenny Omega, and he comes to the ring in like a giant costume with a blaster and shit, like. And then doing all these crazy moves, I'm like, okay, I can appreciate this. <laughs> okay, so it's more uh, the theatrics. Yeah, the theatrics, the drama. Um, you get a little spoiled watching it because it's like, no matter what the result, you know, if you're the guy you like, you know, keeps at it, mm-hmm. he'll probably get that push. You know what I mean? Hmm. As in, like, in MMA, like they have, they ma- they make matchups so that like ideally, if this guy wins, he fights for the title, and that'll be great. A lot of times, those plans go to shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like in pro wrestling, you kind of get this set story where it's like, so you're you, expecting a narrative. Yeah, so you okay. get like that set narrative, and it's like your guy, as long as he keeps performing well, he's gonna get that push. He'll get to the title. Maybe he won't get it now, but he'll get it at some point. Like you know what I mean? See, freaking softy, you always want a happy ending. In more ways than one. Oh no. god, gross. No, not necessarily <laughs> though. Like as long as the story's good, mm-hmm. it's like. So here's an example. Like Stone Cold, when he was in ECW, he never got the title. But the way they played it off, it was awesome. Huh. Yeah. It's like every time he lost, he'd be like, I want it so much more. And it kind of just drove the character. And I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. Um, But yeah, man, what, you got to watch that documentary. So uh, Yeah. <laughs> 30 for 30 is an incredible series anyway. But yeah, yeah. But and that's also why I started listening to that friggin' all his promos again, and I'm like, "Fuck, I I got to start doing this before every podcast to fire everyone up." <laughs> Is that just going to be like pre-show warm-up? I think so, man. I, especially when um when we get like John Pingle and his co-host uh, in the studio, and any other wrestling fans like Diz. Um, once we get them in, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna do that whole spiel, just be like, "Woo!" And then uh, I just met another wrestling fan that I wanted to. to oh, Anthony connect too. You guys. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Mersant. Yeah. Shout out to Mersant. Thank you for the website stuff. Um, so I, I met another fan too. Uh, so the people on uh, on the podcast, this Filipino American life, they were just on Geekeo a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and Elaine is actually a gigantic wrestling fan. Ooh. But she said that uh, you know, I was, and I was like, oh, you should talk to Geek Offensive. I'm I'm sure they want to do a wrestling, like a full wrestling episode soon. She's like, oh, like would my mentor be able to come on? And she has like a wrestling mentor, like somebody who got her what? into wrestling. Who's a wrestling? Wait, did she actually wrestle? No, 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 no. Oh, no, like sorry, uh, into watching wrestling. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought that was cool. I don't know. I thought you were gonna say, "I'm like, dude, we got a wrestler on here." Cool. I don't know. One of the, one of these times, though, I think it'd be cool to like go through one of those classes. You know? Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's punishing though. Like, oh, that was part of the documentary. They like, talked about it, some of his training. I was just like, holy shit! <laughs> I can't you have to imagine. be a tough motherfucker to yeah. do that. 
You, you need to have a professional wrestler on here one of these times. Yeah. Actually, I just love having like the over the top characters. Like those are yeah. so hilarious to me. Uh, we have somebody, I think, I, and I haven't spoken to him in years, but uh, so he does uh, Nox Pro, uh, and that's the one that Rikishi set up. Nox Pro. Oh, it's a, it's an organization. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's called Nox Pro. Um, uh, it was a friend of the show, Brett, and I call him a friend of the show very, uh, very liberally because we haven't talked to him in years. But he was the one who convinced us to do this show. This like sh- geek, geek say what geek say what in back yeah then. like yeah. way back in the day in 2010. Uh, so I know he's a professional wrestler, uh, and and he does all that stuff. I gotta uh, I'll I'll make sure to contact him though. This is my remind. Saying it on yeah. air is like that's my reminder. That, to that means you got to download and listen to it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, but but yeah. God, all, all this network stuff's been keeping us real busy. I try to catch up. Like I said, that was one of my New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Like when I was back on um, Race at Geek. Yeah. Like I'm trying to keep up with my stuff. So I'm like I'm watching documentaries. I'm trying to keep up with wrestling, reading books. So I'm trying to keep up. But like. Goddamn, especially with the panel coming up. The panel it's, is really kicking my yeah, butt. Yeah, I, I think it's another thing. Like, people, again, I think we talk about it every time it's just you and me, but no one realizes how much work goes into this. Like, I, you know, it, it's so funny. I have multiple talks about podcasts all the time. And, you know, people are so interested whenever they're like, oh, like, you do a podcast. Like, what do you do? How do you do it? You know? And I don't know. It's just the idea that, that it's, uh, uh, that it's easy. It kind of irks me, you know. It's I know easy I to explain. I know that I shouldn't be bothered by it, but it's. Uh, I I think the worst, like the hardest thing to get down for podcasting is consistency. Oh, you yeah. know, it, it's yeah. the idea that like once a week or once every two weeks or once every month, you just have to do this thing. And I think when people hear that, oh, that's work, and it and it puts it negatively in people's heads. You know, instead of thinking like oh like i'm just gonna i'm just gonna bullshit with my friends and like do whatever and like no that's not what this is no and to to get to this point where again i know we're just bullshitting on this episode but it's like to get to this point it took a ton of work took a ton of episodes i I just counted i've done over 300 episodes and that's not counting my guest spots yeah you know it's it's an insane amount of episodes yeah i mean it's not it's no uh it's no chris hardwick but yeah, but I mean, for the person who's like, again, we're not getting paid for this. Oh yeah, we lo- we just love doing it. Yeah, and for us to keep it up this frequently to the point where we have a studio space, yeah. it's like that's not normal. Yeah, we're not normal. It, if you think about, it, look how many people have we had on here where they just record out of their living room or something, and that and, and which, which is, is fine. Yeah, which is totally cool because that's how we used to. We do it, want yeah. we want to get better. Yeah. I think it's a, I, it's drive, you know. It, and it's a weird thing too. Is like what I notice about that, and I don't know if it's again because I'm getting older, getting more grumpy. But like, I, I don't want to keep people around who are going to get in the way of that drive, or who are kind or who of like put dull that drive. Yeah, and yeah. people who are like put off by it. Like if I sound like a dick sometimes, it's not I'm trying to be a dick. It's like, no, I want to do well and like if I stay where I'm at, like I'm just going to die. Like I think we were talking about this a while ago. It's like evolve or die. Evolve or die. If, if we yeah. stop fucking changing and like doing our shit, like th- this is going to die. All the work will have been for nothing. And yeah, I don't I don't want the work to be for nothing, especially because now I'm to the point where I plan all of my days 
to like you know I, I and you've seen my schedule it's ridiculous well okay let, let's take a second for that like yeah. let, let's go into the process of like let's say scheduling jason's week yeah okay. okay let's let's do that like so what you know obviously like if a friend asks to hang out or if you got a meeting or you know uh, like, so, what, how does it start for you then? that's really funny that you asked this too because you because you are always in the conversations whenever people give me crap like, what do you mean for for like not being able to hang out and like all this stuff you're in literally every conversation wait what do they say so so every time it's like oh hey let's go hang out tonight and I'm like oh hey sorry i have this and this to do and then people are always like oh you could have just said no i'm like no i want to make sure that you know that i'm not blowing you off i'm telling you what i have to do because it's consistent and it shows that i care you know and mm. and it's the idea of uh you know, we just had. Uh, I just, I just hung out with uh, the UFC guys for your show. I hung out with Superfan Armenta. I hang out. Mm-hmm. I hung out with the POS Mike and Ranger Dave. Yeah. We just grabbed. <clears throat> we just grabbed Worst House, uh-huh. right? And and it was the idea that you know that was kind of like, hey, I want to invest my time in order to make sure that you guys are okay with the show format and all that stuff. Yeah. But also just to like hang out and like be friends, you know? And people don't... Yes, we yes, folks, we do hang out off air. Yeah, just, we do. We do it happens sometimes, do. very rarely, sometimes. but it happens. But, <laughs> and and you say sometimes, but I really do mean it only really happens sometimes. I have to plan weeks in advance mm-hmm. in order to in order to get people on my schedule so I can just do something with them. Uh that that worst house dinner took three and a half i had to plan that three and a half weeks out yeah you know and it's just that's that's what my life is now because i run three shows we're about to run even more shows i yeah and then like for me it's like there aren't as many moving pieces but my time is just like taken up like the same way yours is yeah it's just as soon as it's open it's gone there are it's full like blocks in yeah. your entire day that are devoted to work and yeah. family yeah and podcasting. Mm-hmm. And then there's not much after that. Mm-hmm. Um, lately for me, it's been, um, let's see, I haven't had much time for like a personal or dating life. Like I've, I've been on a few dates like in the past couple of months, but you know, I'm pretty far from like, where, well, let's say where you and Alex are, for example, a serious relationship. Like, yeah. I'm, we're, I'm pretty far off from that. We've been together for almost 10 years yeah. too. So, and I guess for me, that's part of the thing where it's like, I'm totally fine with that. Like my career, uh, my personal life's taken off. This is taking off. I'm like, I just want this to do well. I'm putting as much work as I can into this. And that that's, again, that's just how my day goes. Like, you know, people don't realize it's like, well, oh, that's another thing. Balancing this out with your personal life. Work-life balance. Yeah. So, like, let's say, okay, again, other shows I listen to, and not even just our friends, like, professional ones. Like, some some of them will be so inconsistent because they don't make time for this. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it you, you fall off. Like, oh, I was in your podcast and then you were gone for two months, you know? And then now it's like... Yeah, you're not... You're not hardcore history. Yeah. You know, there's no way, there's no way you can, you can build a fan base and do all that stuff. And, and, and if, if you, if you're not consistent. Exactly. You know? And like, uh, I know it was a, a big decision for me and like, and it was a lot to ask of you to like, Hey, I want my show to go weekly. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, I, that was me sacrificing time because not only did I want to this I'm trying to hold on to a fan base. Personally, I just need the reps on this mic to get better at this. 
Yeah, because the only way you're going to get better is to practice. Yeah. You know? and, and really, this is practice. The big game is going to be the conventions, the events that we mm-hmm. run. You know, it, it, this, when we get more public, yeah. yeah. And even then, like, ideally, I'm not happy with doing this just once a week. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I could just do this for a living. Like, you know. Do put out two or three a week. That would be ideal for me. Oh God, I I I can't even think about that. I'm already struggling doing this once a week, <laughs> and and I I do I I honestly mean that from like the bottom of my heart. It, yeah. I struggle with this stuff. But for me, it's like I want to do that just to get to those points where I struggle, because that's where I'm going to figure out how to get better. Mm. You know, I got to put myself in those uncomfortable positions. And for a long time in my life, I was not doing that. Well, I mean, like I. And not just podcasting in general. Like, there's yeah. a long chunk of my life where I wasn't yeah. doing that. Well, I mean, like, I really, I would even point back to like Justin's apartment and um and the uh, the kind of proto Justin's apartment that that we tried to do before that as well. You know, you've always wanted to do, you've always wanted to put your voice out there. And Justin's apartment, although like I absolutely loved it, I f- like you know, it, you're right, it was a little bit inconsistent. It yeah. was, yeah, and. And now that we have the advent of like, now we can record off a of G chat or Skype and all that stuff. And a lot of people do that to a lot of great success. I, I still feel like nothing beats just being in the room with a person. Yeah. You know, who's a good example of this, hmm. like consistency and always doing it. Our, our buddy, John Pingle. Oh my god! He records all the time, man. Night of the Living Geeks. Yeah, uh, just as a network in general, it, it, it's it's incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, uh, another another impressive uh, network as well as the Benview Network. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. You were telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've had Justin Keys on. Mm-hmm. On yeah, I yeah. think Nathan Schultz has been uh, has maybe been on the shows as well. But man, uh, I and and we run our networks very differently. You know, and, um, but it's also, also like, I kind of like, I'm happy to meet those types of people. Like, oh, like you're working just as hard as I am. Cool. Yeah. And it's also cool to see like, what are they doing differently? Can I use that? Can I not use that? Yeah. Do I yeah. want to do things differently? Exactly. Do I want to, you know, do I want to figure out a better way to do I, this? I would, and, I would bet a year from now, the way we're doing this, it's probably going to be totally different. I, and I'm excited for yeah. that. You know, no, I'm I, excited I want- for... Yeah, I think that's what it boils down to now also with this point in my life. It's like, I'm just much more open to change than anything else. So it's like, I'm working forward. And if things, this is great right now. What we're doing right now, it's great. Mm -hmm. But I'm also down for changing it and making it better. Yeah, and we just have to figure out where that is, you know? I'm uh, (laughs) I'm reading this book right now, and it's called, like, you know, what, what got you here won't get you there. And it's oh, the wow. idea. I love the title. Yeah, it, it's it's just really really great book, and it's it's. Uh, I think it's simply written, but that's also because I'm an idiot. But uh, <laughs> there's nothing okay. Simple and stupid is like the kind. I understand the connotation, but they're not necessarily connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. Writing simple and straightforward is fine. Yeah. <laughs> so so here's the thing. Like it, he he makes the point of if you want to become more successful, if you want to become famous, if you want to become all that stuff, uh, okay, you're working towards it. That's great. But you're not there. And if you had whatever you needed, you'd already be there. So what the heck are you missing? Yeah. And and I, I think that, uh, I think what you said about like next year, we're going to be doing this show totally different. I, that, really, that really rings true for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm excited to see what we're going to do differently. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I'm in the mindset of like, if I am exactly this way 
by this time next year, then I fucked up somewhere. And you, so, yeah, you're right. And and um, I don't even know if I should talk about this yet. But well, try not to be as specific. I guess. Well, no, no, no. It's the idea that like uh, I'm, you know, we're we're releasing new shows, and these mm-hmm. shows have been in development, and you know, with the panel coming up and all that, like I've I've kind of had to put that on hold a little bit. But mm-hmm. we are developing new shows for the network. Yeah, I'm hoping to have two new shows uh, by July. Right. And uh, and one of the shows uh, I'm actually going to be show running myself. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I was like, you know what? I don't think I can handle this. And at the end of the day, I was like, if I'm still kind of just handling it and I'm, I'm keeping my head above water by next year, I failed. Mm-hmm. If I'm not creating something myself mm-hmm. and if I'm not telling a story myself, I, yeah, I definitely failed. You, you kind of hit on something there too, is that like, this is an art form and we're creating something. Yeah. Even though it just, again, it's, it is you and I just bullshitting, but we're talking about something no, and, and, and there, we're putting it out there for people to absorb. And there's a structure for this. You know, uh, I, I never, you know, we have certain goals whenever we're going to be like talking, whenever we expect people to listen to this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. you have over a thousand subscribers now, right? Yeah. I never try to speak without teaching something Mm -hmm. and that's how i brand myself that's how i market myself and uh, i think that my time would be wasted on air if i wasn't at least trying to impart one new piece of information to people no and it's a good mindset to have and it i can say that does fit you like perfect yeah i know man but yeah i i just uh and then you know you got the network we we can help you out well, if you're show running stuff also, if like if like if anything like for for your show the that you'd be running yourself mm-hmm. it could start off the opposite of this like i'm in the booth yeah and you you're well, on this so chair. so here's here's the freaking thing right? it would it be it'd just be you talking by yourself no no that'd be that'd be bananas i would never if it, even if it was like a t- even if it was like a 10 minute thing every week oh god come god, on so that Do makes it. me so incredibly uncomfortable you know <laughs> good you'll struggle I know, and yeah. you'll get better yeah i know but but i am picking something that i that i'm I, i'm challenging myself with this new show furries for just, just a full furry it's, podcast so it's just like 10 minutes of like all right jason i'm gonna give you this furry term and you gotta guess what it is <laughs> it's just 10 no, minutes I'm of just, your thought process we're just doing, figuring it out we're just doing a full podcast about how i tried to marry a toaster and that's freaking it you know no no no, no it's oh it's, is it a radio play you need someone to play the toaster yeah, right i just need somebody to play the to- like someone real sexy no and it's not even you get someone really sexy and they're not even their it's not even their voice. They're yeah. just holding a toaster and they're like flipping the thing. <laughs> just making the noises. For it. Oh my God. Like Christina Hendricks, what are you doing here? <laughs> well, I was in the area. Good God. You know, that's another thing too. I was thinking about like us doing a bit like that or the way like Ish and Madriaga do a bit mm-hmm. like those wavelengths. You can't, force stuff like that and that's another thing with podcasts like you, you just you cannot force yeah. a relationship there you go perfect yeah and uh this is this is something i hear all the time you know one of the first reasons why people want to start podcasts is the idea of me and my friends have a really great chemistry you can tell that we're friends well of course you have a great chemistry that's why you're friends yeah is it entertaining to listen to is, is probably it? not <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, but it's that idea though you know it's it's that 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 
it's not being insular you know like people mm. like, oh like me and my friends are hilarious people want to listen to that like i am so i am so surprised when people want to listen to our stuff you know uh uh i had somebody talk to me just recently about things that i have said on the show but not like things recently like things i've said a year ago on the show two years ago on the show like those og fans it makes me so uncomfortable (laughs) it makes me uncomfortable that like oh i listen to you every week like really i'm your highlight like my wife doesn't even like me that much you know (laughs) it is weird but like if someone's like genuinely like sincere about that like it means the world to me i had somebody ask like actually hunt me down at uh, long beach comic-con and in they order tackled to t- you and <laughs> try to get up in there kidnapped what? no and, no. <laughs> no i, I, I had somebody the, what like they made me they made me take photos with them it was like the most bizarre thing they're like oh my gosh i found you i know you're here because of social media can we please take a photo and then they said wait you're not ernie reyes jr exactly <laughs> which, which i would take that as a compliment the entire time i'd even take the dude from superstore at this point <laughs> right yeah. you're jet lee yes yes, yes i, I am, am. <laughs> how do you feel about that just like someone who's like racist but like they're nice about it it's like oh oh, no i thought i was jackie chan i would take it yeah yeah okay whatever Uh. you're excited to meet an asian person i'm fine i I feel like that type of racism is always inevitable if it's like they've been super like you know um just sheltered and like kept away from the outside world (laughs) I, i don't i don't mind see because i feel like racism has intent you know, yeah. did I tell you, did I tell you about the, the, um, uh, the Hanukkah story that no, was a Hanukkah? Yeah. Did I tell you about the Hanukkah story from this year? Oh, from this year. No. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, we, we went to, uh, oh, you mean last year or last, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the most recent Hanukkah. There you go. Um, Alex and I, uh, you know, cause, uh, Alex celebrates, you know, Jewish holidays and all yeah. that stuff. I just did a double take cause I was just like, wait, when was Hanukkah? Yeah. I thought, it's, it's March. It's Christmas, right? It's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we were invited to a Hanukkah party. It was this wonderful Hanukkah party, and uh, and they really set it up. But it was very noticeable that I was the only ethnic person there. They needed one, <laughs> just one, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, you know they have all these little kids running around, and I think Alex and I were the only ones who who didn't have children at that uh, at this party. And uh, you know, all the to be clear, folks, they don't have children now. Shut up, <laughs> shut up, Justin. Yet it's gonna oh, happen. Sand. Could you Fucking, not? I give you shit, but you know what's gonna happen. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so the little kids were playing in the kitchen and there was like a play kitchen for them as well. You know, how little kids are right. They like pretend cook something for you and they put it in the pretend bowl and they put the, like the pretend bowl in front of you. Right. Yeah. And so uh, one of the little girls had made soup and they put a bowl in front of somebody else and they put a bowl in front of me. And, uh, and she's like, Oh, it's soup. I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. And she put a spoon there for me. And then she looked at me, kind of gave me like the sideways look, took the spoon back, walked back to the play kitchen, came back to me, dropped off two chopsticks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hand to God, dropped off two chopsticks, looks right at me, looks me right in the eye and says, just in case you didn't know how to use that. <laughs> and Alex... 
<laughs> so, sees this entire exchange because she's sitting right next to me and she loses her damn mind. I would have too. I've never seen her laugh that hard in my life. Like top five. That's the hardest I've ever seen her laugh in our oh, life. Oh God. I think I'd be doing that laughing where you're not even making noise. You're just out of breath. And that parent tried to backtrack so hard. It, and, and 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 I didn't take it. I didn't take it like racist wise because I think racism has intent. No, she looked at me, noticed that I was different, and she made a judgment decision. Wait, ba- how old was she? Maybe five. Five. Six? So based on the limited information that gets to her by that point in her life, and like she's probably only met like two other Asian people. Yeah, right. So, and, and like her mom you know was I mean? like trying to backtrack so hard, right? Because she's like, oh, we just had dim sum yesterday. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's no, no. Cool. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Honestly, what that shows is you're, you're, you're raising a great little person yeah. right now because she took the time in order to think through that specific scenario. Uh-huh. I don't know. I I appreciate it, but it wasn't. Yeah, racist. but then but then she did this the the slanty yeah, thing with her eyes. If and she would have like, done the yeah. slanty <laughs> thing with her hands and eyes, then I would have. And she's like, it. no tiki, no washi, and I'm like, whoa! How do you even oh, know that like, reference? Yeah, like, right? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> God damn, <do>, no! <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a great Hanukkah story. See, know. that's what I mean. That well intended racism. <laughs> yeah. Well, there. I think there honestly is some sort of well intentioned racism. Yeah. As it's long like, oh did you, did you need this instead you know like if it's racism through outright ignorance and i and i'm using ignorance in the in in the sense where you just didn't know mm-hmm. i'm fine with that that's a learning opportunity you know but, yeah but when it's attached to it's, hate it's yeah when yeah. it's malicious yeah. you know it may yeah then that's for real racism yeah. but that was like adorable racism <laughs> adorable racism that's <laughs> That's the term we're going to use from now on. Adorable racism. That's that's if there was more of that kind, I'd be like, okay, and you get more sketches on SNL, probably. I don't know. That's a good point. (laughs) You're just you're you're you. Those sorts of interactions you're making you're making the next generation of SNL writers. Yeah. Dude, I hope that sketch ends up that like particular story ends up in a movie or something. I, I like, oh like let's say geek say what makes a movie of, like you and Alex or something. Right? Oh yeah, that's that story is, is the intro to the movie. That's the opening scene. That has to be, and right? then it goes into like your whole story and you two are narrating. There you go. I'm okay with this. Let's, let's we'll write the movie. Well, ooh, maybe that's something for down the line. Geek Writing say what films? Film? Oh my geek god. Say what films? Bro, I'm. I'm. Let's get the name. I'm actually executive. Dibs on the name, you fucks. Don't try and take it. <laughs> I'm actually executive producing a short film, pretty soon. So too. you're putting money into it and everything. Well, uh, I offered, that's usually what it is. Uh, I I offered to pay for for lunch. Uh, for for like lunch and dinner for everyone and then i was i was helping with like logistics and mm-hmm. stuff and he's like oh let's do as an ep and i'm like cool what is an ep <laughs> <laughs> like, is it like a dp because then i gotta talk to my wife about yeah, it like, yeah because then at that point <laughs> this is gonna be extra money and <laughs> you know it's a lot of cleanup i feel like i'm gonna have to buy towels and to folks listening dp well if you're not fucked up, yeah, I guess you don't know what that yeah, is. And we're, what? And, I, and we're gonna leave it that way. Leave so it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I think the first time I brought that up in front of Alex, like was the I think it was the second episode of the old show. Oh god. And then you were just like, Alex, what do you think DP stands for? And you interjected, you're like double pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> Director of photography. That's it. And that's all that it stands for. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just 
if you go to AVN with her, she might see that. I'm just saying. You know, I think she would actually be open to it. And uh, see, that's the thing. Like, I just feel like I, I, I think I'm super progressive about about like uh, um, about pornography in general, just because oh, yeah. like if if somebody is there. Uh, you know, if somebody works in the industry and they want to be there and they're not being forced yeah. or anything like that, then more power to you. You know, like you're, to be honest, I kind of feel like you're providing a service. And uh, I, I'm yeah, not some gonna... people would probably get into more fights if they didn't have that outlet. Yeah, right. Like, what would like uh, I very very strong example of this deployed military. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. Well, we, oh, we should have. I'll ask Dave about this. Next oh time no, no, on. no! Ranger Dave has had some stories. I've actually we, had to send him like flash drives. We stuff we too. might have to have him on without like a fight going on just to ask him these fucking. Oh yeah, stories. no, I'm fine. I'm fine <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's another fun thing about working on the network now. Um, like kind of like now that we have, I guess even a year ago, like we had different personnel, mm-hmm. and now it's like we have some new faces, and like now we're trying to figure out roles and, um. I feel like, I don't know, you tell me, but like if I was you, it'd be fun for me to try and figure out, you know, I got this team member. Like, where do they fit on the team? Almost like, I, I almost look at it with like a coach would. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. You know, it's tr- I, I try to be as strategic as possible mm-hmm. with it, but also um, I would take the opposite of that. When I fail to find a position for someone, mm-hmm. um, that that hurts, like both personally and professionally, mm-hmm. you know, because we... Part of the business, though. I would have to say that you know we've we've tried people out. I've I've had people audition uh, and people who who are incredible people, uh, just not fitting what we need here. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It, and and just for me personally, it's hard for me to just tell people no. Yeah, but at the same time, though, like they might need to hear that. Yeah, like that's their point of being uncomfortable, where they can struggle and they can get better from that. Yeah, you know, I, I think like. Um, you hear a bunch of right-wingers be like, we're pussifying the states or we're pussifying this country. You know, there's some, there's something to that. I wouldn't, not to the degree they're pushing it. Yeah, there's But I mean, you can't be afraid, yeah, you can't be afraid to coddle, to like, you don't want to coddle people. Yeah. You know, especially if it's going to deter them. You got to like judge how like, how are they going to work if you treat them that way versus if you just straight up tell them the truth. And that that's hard for me now just because like I I tend to be like the nurturing type, you mm-hmm. know, especially when it comes to teaching, but man, yeah, I, that's something I really just, do struggle just with. Just have me in the room behind you. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling that all the time. That's yeah, we have Colin for his review. It's like yeah, he started talking about dicks for some reason on race at geek. I don't know. <laughs> do here what do we even do here we have a good time man we try and entertain people you know yeah. and and you know th- this whole show thing's been it's you know not only has it been like fun but you know it it's um it's allowed me to look at myself a little bit more critically in more ways than one and i'm not talking about just my voice yeah you know well uh, how how is it for you to know in a few weeks you'll be at your 50th episode I can't believe it. I can't believe it's gone by that quickly. Right? Yeah. You know, 50 episodes in, I've been doing this over a year. Well, now, you know, by June, it'll be a year and a half, mm-hmm. which is insane. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where... I, I, okay. How do I put this? I'm very happy with what I accomplished. I'm going to look 
you know, back at that fondly. But at the same time, I'll be happy for like five minutes and be like, all right, on the next one, on to the next 50. Yeah. On the, like, yeah, it's, on to the next, like, what What else can we do in order to get this better? So Yeah. Um, but a thousand people literally listen to you and sometimes me, and <laughs> that's freaking bananas. Think about that, man. It's it, so weird. <laughs> yeah, who are you people? Right? You know? <laughs> I want to get to know you. <laughs> well, at least we lucked out, like, our Mena is, like, super fan, like, okay, at least... You're cool enough. I know that I can have you on the show. Yeah, there are. I I've met some fans. I would uh, very nice people, just not not the right personality for for this for this line of work. You know. Yeah, and that, they'll find their place somewhere else in life. That's oh yeah, what, that's what I tell myself. I'm just like, this is not for you. Yeah, you can't. Uh, what's the saying? Uh, you can't judge. Oh my gosh, it's the oh you can't judge intelligence. Uh, by by like one or two aspects because you can't judge you can't judge a fish's ability to climb a tree mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay yeah so i always think about that when i'm like oh like i'm not very good at this well that's okay that i'm not good at this because i know that i'm good at this and this and this you know yeah i mean i i'd make a lousy cage fighter but as someone who tries to make jokes about it and as a fan like i'm good at that you know I, i'm not gonna <laughs> i know that i personally make a lousy baker mm-hmm. uh baking which, is a freaking art which by the way lousy baking might come in handy when that loser's dinner comes around oh, God, if you keep up this pace it's like oh you're gonna get one of those courses you're gonna get <laughs> i well i mean okay so here's a <laughs> first off you brought on the you brought on dr t last episode and i hate you guys so much for that <laughs> Cause she went hard on me on social media. <laughs> it's like, and on Dr. I was T's, shocked. I was like, wow. Yeah. And on Dr. T. So, well, I mean, she's basically like a sister to me mm-hmm. too. And I love her dearly. And, but, but here's the thing though, man, <laughs> like her Instagram is like sewing thing, sewing thing, light speed saber, sewing thing, wreck on Jason. <laughs> and it's just been like that all week. I'm like, I better win all of the and and like the worst part about this is is i noticed that me you and pos mike we actually picked all of the same picks and oh, now yeah. i'm mad now we're, it's right or die see that's that's what fucked with you now, <laughs> now, know, the now same it's boat. in my head and like i'm like oh i'm it's like, like what if jason but you did, know what though what if justin sucked at this <laughs> you know you you and uh you and pos mike you guys are in the middle of the pack hmm and and the mantra this year is not last. Not last. Not last. <laughs> That's it. I'm not eating your fucking cooking. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a terrible cook. Same here. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, you know, that's something I didn't think about either. Like, I wasn't expecting to have a segment with those two guys. It really, like, came together somewhat quickly. I have... I feel so bad too okay so okay so ranger dave brought this up uh during our dinner and um it was the idea that uh he waited his turn in order to get on uh, in order to get on one of the shows Mm -hmm. i've been doing this show for years he's been a supporter for years and honestly with i would disagree with that he just started listening to our shows (laughs) uh no no a supporter in the sense in the sense where like he's he's helped me on the back end with stuff like physically carrying stuff and just being verbally supportive i know but he's he's working on this show so i'm going to test him right now david you gotta tell me if you heard this so fuck you david i'm just you, yeah. you have to tell just me. Just say you heard it back this. to uh, the next time you see producer Justin. You just have to say 
you just have to say fuck you producer justin right back to him there even before you say hi yeah, they're perfect and that's how we know that you listen to okay this. okay but uh, so ranger dave made the made the point of like you know i i made sure to help develop a format to where he could have a voice you know and he waited his turn he waited for years and he's always wanted to be on the show and i feel so bad that i never had a format for him but now that we've expanded how we work here we now have a format for him and he is an incredible speaker yeah he's a great speaker Uh, and he does his research i'm like wow. and in real life he is a dummy yeah like he is so dumb and i love him dearly but man he is a dumb but (laughs) you know and that's another thing to us being able to say that about him like it, we we could, we literally could have gotten any one of our friends to just get on here and talk shit, but like, there's a certain wavelength that Dave and I had, and I admit I'm not that close to him like the way you. I'm not close to him the way you are. With yeah, him, right. But we have that wavelength, and I have it with Mike too, where it just works. Mm-hmm. And like that was the main thing too. It's like they both, you know. We I think we even tested Mike on like an earlier episode. And Mike like, actually even went through um uh, the podcast training yeah. that I that I had set up. Yeah, but the main thing is, it's like that wavelength they have with me. Like that's what ties it all together, though. So like they could have gone through all that, and like if the wavelength didn't work, like I probably wouldn't have kept them. Yeah. Once again, it's hard to fake. Yeah. We couldn't fake that relationship. Um, it's just one of those things. It just freaking works, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and I feel like now that we're all getting more proficient at this, it's, it's coming through more on the show that, you know, the relationship's genuine and like, you know, we can fucking, you know, talk shit on each other like this in such a vicious manner and oh it's yeah not you know and there's no ill will you know <laughs> yeah there's uh, oh yeah no i it's, mean it's a hard thing for some people to understand because i'll get that question it's like do you hate jason or it's like did he do something no no i just fuck just, with him like yeah. we i'm like do you not have friends what do you not do this with you? <laughs> i don't know anyone who doesn't fuck with their friends like this yeah i i you know I be, um <laughs> it's it's the same thing that i always have to tell people about officer matt yeah you know it's it's the it's the idea that if he isn't messing with you mm-hmm. then you messed up yeah like you you did something to piss him off be worried if you've known matt for a little while and he's just polite to you yeah that else. i would be so worried you know and and um uh alex was so she like especially when alex first met him um she was like oh, why does he always make fun of me it makes me really uncomfortable like <laughs> i don't know what i did like no 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 you should be worried if he didn't do that yeah the more he makes fun of you the more he outright cares about you mm-hmm. and and yeah and i'd be so worried if he didn't don't make fun say of my that because then alex will think i care about her and then fuck it <laughs> uh no you got you got hammered at our wedding fuck. and you told her that you loved fuck. her so you messed fuck up you alex <laughs> Actually, here's another thing. Tell me if you heard this, Alex. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's so hard finding that. And then like, yeah, it's feel like you're just bullying each other. And I'm like, no. No, it's not. It's not that at all. Okay, I got to bring this up, too. Yeah. Um, so the idea of locker room talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that came, that came yeah, up. Yeah, with, the yeah. By the pussy, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um. I have to admit, there is a sense of that sort of quote-unquote locker room talk when it's just a bunch of guys. Oh, I can guarantee that's a thing. As someone who was in a locker room for all of high school, like, yeah, like, that's a thing. Now, I'm saying that it exists in in some forms, but 
I would also say that it's wrong that it exists in some forms. <laughs> like, well, yeah, okay, I, I, like whenever I bring this up to people, like, oh, like you're you're condoning it. Like, I'm not condoning it. I'm not condoning the idea of locker room talk at all. I'm just saying that it, yeah, it does exist, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry that it does. But that also has to connect with like male toxicity and, uh, well, and male I, I, fragility. I as would well. also argue this, like that kind of locker room talk, is. Um, most of the time you're kind of just fucking around and it's this bonding mechanic and that, the, that you guys have and, and, and that that's what that's why it becomes a thing and they kind of know like and that's the thing where they know not to say that in front of like regular people but i think you know it's I mean? also the sense where it's 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 said but it's not serious yeah it's not like yeah like i said we're fucking around yeah it, there's no there's no real malicious intent behind it yeah you're just you're saying it to get a rise out of your crew yeah and you're just yeah and and that's the thing you never talk that way in front of like the general public never you know because so, you know that's it's wrong and taboo and you also know that if you said it out loud people would misconstrue you as thinking of that as the truth yeah um you know, a lot of comedians get in trouble for that. You know, yeah. Like, the where do you cross? Uh, like, where do you cross the line? Yeah. Where where is the line crossed? Yeah. Sorry. Um, and that's the line that they have to keep testing because otherwise they're just going to run out of material. They'll be stuck in the same little bubble, safe bubble, for you know the rest of their career. Yeah. Um, and then like God, if you you want real locker room talk, you go to a um like a comedy show like Green Room or something. Like I bet they're saying some terrible shit. I've heard some stories, and you're just like, you know. That's way worse than any locker room talk I've heard. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, for shock value and uh, yeah. and uh, and to buck social norms and all that. Yeah, and you, on top of that, they're trying to be comics for each other, not just a general audience. Yeah, so. and it, I and I can't even imagine how hard it is to make a comedian laugh. Yeah, right. Huh. It'd have to be either just a very well crafted joke or just something really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but like I said, that's just it's so hard to. Fo- to push those relationships you know what i mean like well it's hard to form yeah. those relationships even in the first place you know? yeah i felt lucky when um one when you guys brought me on and two when you gave me a show i was just like oh thank god i get along with you know the original three mm-hmm. and then eventually everyone else yeah it, man that was a that was a really weird time in in our uh and like our development and mm-hmm. stuff also just because especially now now that we've decided on on certain formats and segments for the new geek offensive you know it, it's it's had your show has had the most iterations i think out of all of our shows yeah and i think part of that is like uh, we had to like you okay i'll put it this way you had ready said geek you had that predecessor you had the geek say what show yeah originally you know geek KO had super geek supreme the, me it was just like the closest thing you me, had was, was justin's apartment and, and it wasn't at, my show even and yeah that you know? was not so it was like oh shit last year was kind of like oh that's my geek say what mm-hmm. into this year yeah you you've know? had you've definitely had the most transitions yeah so it, it was kind of like evolving like at a super fast pace like we just had to find everything throughout the year and test things out and um this year we're at the format where it's like okay this is feeling like what it was supposed to be and i'm sure next season we'll add another exactly uh, we'll add some other format or it's gonna be completely some other series yeah it's just (laughs) next year it's just like all four of us like just but you just hear wrestling in the background, but no, <laughs> no, we just turn no the video. There's no, there's no conversation. You just hear like furniture being like pushed around and shit. <laughs> it's like a three and a half minute, like just Facebook, like, uh, Facebook video. Uh, and then that's it. Yeah. 
you, no, no, no video. It's just the audio of that. Just, oh just God. swear. And just <laughs> like a chair throwing up a chair, like hitting the wall or some shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, please don't regress. How did we devolve to this? I don't know. <laughs> it's art. We're figuring it out. Art, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. If I started using that excuse, just fucking slap me. I, I might. It's, it's art. I might. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know you already want to slap me, but like more so. Yeah, but you, at yeah. least you're giving me a, a concrete reason <laughs> at that point. I just, uh, yeah, it's been a journey so far. I can't wait to see where it goes. Like, um, I actually didn't think about that when you said, like, oh, 50th episode's coming up. Yeah. Today's like, 43, yeah. right? Yeah. It's bananas. I gotta, I, I have to count and see your, on your schedule which one your 50th is, because we got to do something for it, we right? do something. Yeah. Yeah, we can do something. We just, uh, we, Ready Set Geek passed its 50th episode uh, uh, about Con- three weeks ago. Congrats. Yeah. And it was really funny, too, because Anthony forgot to tell us that it was our 50th episode until we were all done re- recording. Yeah, I even, like, listened to, like, um, your Black Panther review, and it was like, oh, it's the 52nd and i was just like wow already yeah i know and and you know around the same time that you switched to the weekly format we switched as well Mm -hmm. uh and uh i'm never i'm not switching another show to the to a weekly format ever again (laughs) there's no way there's just there's not an there are not enough hours in the day Mm -hmm. yeah like could you let me ask you this as the owner Mm -hmm. like could you even picture like what this is going to be in five years or at least have some idea. Oh man, that's a thing, dude. Like I I define success so differently from what like from what people expect. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, I just I will be the first person to say on this network and I will always say this that if I do this for the rest of my life and I don't make a dime out of it and I just keep shelling money into this and and doing doing this, I I'd be happy. Yeah. For the rest of my life I'd be happy. Yeah. And and it's weird to realize that people are listening to me and people want to meet me and all this stuff. Like if I can just if I can just hit one person and have one person's week be enjoyable because of something stupid that I said, <laughs> I'm fine. You know? Yeah. Uh but uh five years from now, I want to keep doing this. That's that's really my goal. Now um I wanna Same here. Sorry, I wanna do this in an efficient way. Mm-hmm. And if that efficiency uh, pulls in more listeners or sponsorships or all that stuff, then cool. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm doing this efficiently. Right. Yeah. And that's the most important thing that you want to. I, For me, it's like not only do you want to be doing this still, it's like I hope I still have the desire to do it. Like I want to make sure that I want to be here. I'm not doing it just because it's a routine and it's the only way to see family, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh, shit. five years from now, you'll probably have kids and you'll be like, this is the only way we can talk, Justin. <laughs> I'm, uh, what do you think poker nights are yeah. used for, man? Uh, I know, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's, well, that's what those uh, UFC breakdowns are going to be eventually. Oh, God, I know. <laughs> I'm missing another fight. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay. The last fight I missed, I got four out of five, so. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Whatever, dude. As, oh, as long as we're not last. Not okay, last. That's, I'm going to keep reminding myself that. But there's one fight that has me nervous. I'm like, God, if David gets that one right, then it's... Which one? The Stru- uh, Struvarlovsky. Oh, because he yeah, picked I Arlovsky. Took, yeah, and, and I took everyone, everyone else picked Struve. Yeah. And it's just like, shit, I hope that one. <sighs> that, that as long one. as that one... I think once that fight's done, I'll be relieved. I'll be like, okay. <laughs> I'm, you know, he, he needs it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ranger Dave needs it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I can't wait uh, for the next breakdown. Then I'll do that whole Ric Flair spiel again. Yeah, we'll be jacked. Just like, woo! Do it. Just do it right now. Woo! Woo! See? Yeah, feel good. It you feels feel good. good. It feels good. Folks, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, you know, not in an office or some shit, why would you be listening to this? No, at, just do it. Desk? No, do it. Just yeah, do it. Do it. Just do it. You are. Just, just woo! <laughs> Just give me two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to end the show. Yep. <laughs> Jason, JPG, little brother, where can they find you? So I am JPG. I am the uh, owner of the Geek Say What Network. You can find me uh, usually weekly on Ready, Set, Geek, which is your starting line to geek culture and our introduction to geek culture podcast. Uh, I'm on that show with Alex and Cole and Anthony. Uh, and you can actually find us, uh, well, we use Instagram the most. That would be at Ready, Set, Geek podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari, on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. I'm also on that Vero thing. I don't know what no, it is yet. Dude, I don't I know. Ke- I keep hearing crazy things about it. How like how um like him and like the owner and his brother like support like like traffic human trafficking and stuff or like <laughs> something like it's crazy, dude. I like, just I you know what if if it gets keep get, if it keeps getting crazier, I might ride this thing out. <laughs> to see. Let's see where this fucking goes. I don't. <laughs> so we're on there for now. Sure, I don't know what it is, but. Reach out to me. <laughs> um, and don't forget to check out uh, the Geek Say What Network uh, on all social media, um, even on Vero, <laughs> with the handle at Geek Say What. <laughs> um, and uh, like like we said, uh, there's a couple of shows on the Geek Say What Network. Jason is obviously on Ready, Set, Geek. And uh, don't forget Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga, Ish, and Sam. They are our... Uh, I, I almost said bar trivia podcast, but it's just bi-monthly yeah, trivia bi-monthly, podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a fun trivia show. Check it out. Um, shout out to Wayland Productions, who uh, just got one of their shows picked up by the uh, Geek and Sundry paid service, Alpha. It's called We're Live. Uh, what's the subtitle? We're Live Frontier. We're Live Frontier. Um, check them out. They have been such a huge help to us. So you can find them at wayland.ws. Um Check out all their radio dramas and stuff like that. They, you know, they let us, sh- they share the studio with us. They help us sound great. So, big shout out to them. Uh, next shout out to our apparel sponsor who's been supporting us for a long time, uh, Jordan Denae. She's a geek apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York, and she's eco friendly. Um, you can find her on her website at Jordan D E N E dot com or on Instagram Jordan Denae. NYC. Now, if you uh, go to her website and punch in the code Geek Say What, you'll get an additional twenty percent off. I l- that sounds like a great deal to me, Jason. I literally just used the code today in order to buy shirts. Oh, because they came out with two Black Panther shirts, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, I need these!" That's right. Buy shirts, you heathens. <laughs> I want a shirt of that. Buy a shirt. You buy heathens. a shirt, you heathens. <laughs> um, so definitely check her out. Um, Last big shout out is to Marley Rosner, who does all the original music for the network. Jason, um, can we find him on his website? Uh, Every week with you, and I'm doing the Italian gesture finger thing. Why are you doing that? I don't know. That was weird. Yeah, I don't know. Wow, what's the matter with you? I'm going to stop that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's weirdly the one racist thing like everyone seems to be okay with. (laughs) That weird Italian accent. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway... Um, 
Marley Rosner, I'm I'm hoping he's on LinkedIn at least, but he does great music. Hire him and support him. Um, but yeah, that's it for us, folks. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you. Thank you.